Hello and welcome to episode two of PA Traveler podcast. Uh, if you've noticed, we actually made a little bit of a change. We dropped the the. We totally Justin Timberlaked it. My buddy Dart, uh, shout out, said, hey man, drop the the. So we did. That, that's, <laughs> that's all there is to it. Um, I'm joined today uh, by Tyler Whipple. He's a current resident of Hershey, PA. And um, yeah, we made it through our first episode. And now we're back. It's calls for celebration. Why? Really? <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'm just trying to summon my Zord. Oh, you know I what I mean? You. Yeah, I gotcha. All right. You a Power Rangers fan? Of course. Or were you a Power Rangers fan? Or are you currently Still? a Power Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's obvious, I isn't mean, it? <laughs> you, well, yeah, I guess. You know. Can't get you, away from that pink ranger, man. Oh yeah. Uh, were you team team green or team red when red. the green ranger first showed up? Red. Red all the way. Red. Dude, I was team green, man. Can't do it. But wait, you said you like the the white ranger. Yeah. Well, the white ranger is the green ranger. He was. Now he's the white ranger. So you didn't like him at first. No. And then you like. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Ooze changed my mind. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, sorry to ramble on. Uh, Tyler, why don't you introduce yourself and, and talk about what you do in Pennsylvania? Hi, I'm Tyler Whipple. Uh, I actually grew up with Kenny in Altoona. Uh, we've been friends for freaking ever. Um, I moved out here when I was 15, I believe, uh, freshman year of high school. Uh, currently, I work at Lancaster Nissan. And... Uh, I'm a technician there. I work on cars all day, every day. Absolutely love it. And basically just wanted to come on here with Kenny and give back to all you people that want to travel PA. I've done my fair share of traveling, mostly throughout the world, not really PA. So again, I follow Kenny mainly like you guys do, just so that I can find some cool places to go. Awesome. Oh, and before we go further, I should do the shout out to our sponsor prior to the end of the episode, like last time. So um, this is our T-shirt for this episode. If you notice, it is the state seal of Pennsylvania. Thank you, Mr. Vanna White. Um, (laughs) uh, Once again, go on over to 814 and and check out all the T-shirt designs that he's doing over there. All right. Um, Let's talk about cars a little bit since that's that's your thing um in pennsylvania what what makes pennsylvania different when it comes to to cars i mean if you're in the car scene and you're in pa i'm sure you guys have heard of all of the car shows that go on the biggest ones being carlisle carlisle always has huge car shows every year yeah what's the they they do like multiples though Mm -hmm. right yeah they have uh they have the Ford Nationals, the Chevy Nationals, and the Mopar Nationals, I believe. I think that's what they call the Dodge ones. Nationals for what? Uh, basically, it's it's just everyone in in the area from, I would say, probably Rhode Island down to Georgia will come up for these events and bring their old muscle cars, old trucks, new trucks, new muscle cars, and just show them off. You know, it, it's just competition to see whose car is the prettiest. Uh, I, I know for Chevy Nationals, I'm a Chevy guy, even though I work at Nissan, uh, they do a burnout competition. And two years ago, a buddy of mine actually won it. And it was in a turboed truck. Kenny didn't silence his phone. This is very unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm still getting used to all this stuff. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I was actually trying to get it out of my pocket because I realized I didn't sign it, yeah. silence it. And you're um, like, come on. Like literally when we were talking about the Power Rangers, I'm like, oh. So um, anyway, you were yeah, saying so, your, your buddy won the burnout competition. So my buddy two years ago won burnout competition in a uh, twin turbo truck, big old twin turbo truck. So so these are things that anybody can come to oh, yeah. and experience. Oh yeah, and, and the best part is they they do charge you for the event, but the the money that they make goes to whatever charity is for that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe this past year was um, it it was a brain cancer that they were trying to fund. 
and that was for Chevy Nationals. Uh, and I believe Ford Nationals actually donated most of their revenue to the Penn State Children's Hospital. Oh, nice. Based in Hershey. I think that's something uh, Spirit Halloween is doing right now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Yep. That is something that they're doing. Right so now. also support Spirit uh, now that we're in the spirit of fall. Absolutely. See, yeah. what, see what I did there? Yeah. Okay. That was a good one. That was a real <laughs> um, good one. Yeah. But there are also things. Uh, there's a lot of things like car cruises and, and 50s cars and mm-hmm. and uh, drag races, right? There Aren't there drag races in the States? Yeah, like there's, absolutely. There's one, uh, I believe, in St. Mary's that, that runs every yeah. so often. Um, I actually... I don't know if you saw it, but I actually covered a lot of these events on the the different events postings that I did. So if you're interested in cars at all, just maybe, you know, scroll back through them and, and check them out because there was some really cool stuff. Well, and here's one that you can add is the Antique Automobile Museum in Hershey actually does a antique car show every year and they have cars there that are from the 1890s all the way up to the 1980s. Oh, wow. And the cars that go, the oldest one that's been there is a Model T from, or a Model A, excuse me, from 1908. So Still running and driving on the road. So Model A was before Model T? Model A was before Model T. It was the big boy. In, in case you didn't realize i know nothing about cars <laughs> at, <laughs> at all well like, nowadays most of the model t's and model a's that you see are hot rods anyways oh okay most of the time they chop the roof off lower it and then they put the car on the ground with big beefy tires behind it big beefy tires oh yeah big beefy tires like like uh are those legal on the road yeah type of tires oh yeah oh, still okay. legal on the road they're not drag slicks still have tire treads still push water away in the rain yeah, I, I honestly don't even know what a Hemi does. You don't have to explain it. I'm just letting you know that I'm very inept. But it, it sounds like I, I like looking at cars. <laughs> like, like I enjoy going to car shows and stuff oh, and yeah. just going, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And you, then you don't <laughs> moving have to, on. You don't have to understand anything about cars to go and enjoy the work and effort and time and blood and sweat and tears and curse words that have gone into someone's beautiful car that they have. Even if you don't think it's beautiful, they probably do. Point taken. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, I could I could say that from talking to you, I'm definitely going to appreciate them more. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, that's you know, I like car shows. A lot of people like car shows just to look at them as well, and um, just make sure you check. You know, the state has a lot to offer when it comes to car shows. Um, but besides that, uh, we were talking about legality and other things. Uh, <laughs> I I was curious. Um. When we moved back from Texas to uh, to Pennsylvania, why did they get rid of the stickers on the license plate? Well, the reason that they got rid of the stickers on the license plate was it was to make it easier easier for everyone. Um, basically, they just didn't want the residents of PA putting their own stickers on their cars anymore mm. um, because people either didn't put them in the right spot or they covered up the date somehow with like a license plate cover or something like that. So... Their thought process was, what we'll do to get rid of it is we'll offer a two-year renewal. So they offer a two-year renewal now where it's obviously double the price of the one-year renewal, but then you don't have to worry about it for two years. Mm -hmm. Um, Now you also don't have to worry about the sticker. So the way that the police actually recognize that your car is registered, they actually have cameras in the front of their car that while they're driving behind you, if for whatever reason they want to check your car out, they can just quick snap a picture. That picture pops up with your license plate and your license plate is tied in with your registration. So that can actually show them like pretty much all of the info about your car without them having to do anything and put themselves in danger. Pretty crazy, right? So that's how it happened. What? Okay, uh, I, I kind of I kind of got pulled over <laughs> because okay, oh, so no. so before when I when I lived here and I think uh, like we had stickers in Texas too. Um, we also 
you know, I, I use them as reminders. Like, oh, I, yeah. Because what, what's the thing that you always see when you walk up to your car? You see your license plate. Mm-hmm. Always. And always. I'm like, okay, I know when I need to get the inspection. And I need yep. to get everything renewed and all that stuff. Uh, so I just didn't even realize that it was <laughs> it was going oh, on. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, I was driving home. And this is, uh, we just got a new car. We're a Honda family. And I was driving our old car when my wife, Jenna, uh, drove the new car from Altoona oh, Honda. Okay. Shout out. Uh, to, <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to uh, you know, our hometown. And, uh, or from w- where we are now. And uh, I drove past a cop who was sitting on, like, an, an on, on-ramp mm-hmm. thing. And I drive past him and I'm like, that's a very odd place for him to sit. Because it wasn't it wasn't like on the on-ramp almost down. It was like the very front of the on-ramp yeah. where you you get off the main road and go down. Yeah. You know? Well, and you know you know why they sit there, right? Is because they can see the traffic going past the on-ramp and they can see the traffic getting on the on-ramp. Right, right. But still I was like, Oh, that's really far away to test speed. And no one's going to speed past the obvious cop car sitting there. <laughs> so why on earth is he sitting there? So so I drive past him and I go, you know, on 99 uh, past state, uh, up by State College and I see the lights flash behind my vehicle. And I'm like, I did not. What did I do? You know, so so I pull over and he's like, he's like, hey, did you know your your registration was up? And I'm like, honestly, no, I didn't. Isn't it the same as like the stickers on the front? Because I thought that they were tied together, yeah. you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, oh, no, that could be different. And I'm like, oh, well, then in that case, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> no, I, actually... I did not know. And and uh, but in my head, I'm like, how on earth? Like I drove past him for a split second. Mm-hmm. How on earth would he know that? Yeah. You know, so that that gives a That's lot of, it right yeah, there. A lot of perspective. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway. Uh, we, we were thinking about trading in the car that we had Okay. and, and I took the paperwork into the Honda dealership from both cars and we ended up trading in one and not the other. Oh, okay. So, um, I put that paperwork with the other paperwork and it went in the new car. Oh no. So I not only was out of registration, but you didn't have your insurance but either. I, <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you have your insurance papers or whatever? So I like pull open the glove compartment and nothing is in there. Nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, sir, I'm like, this looks bad, but I don't have that either. <laughs> and, he, and he looks at me like, oh man, this guy. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, like I had a bunch of like Trader Joe's, like, um, groceries next to me yeah. and, and in the car. And I just looked like a total mess. Right. <laughs> And, and he's just like, oh, what? And he's like, you do have insurance, right? And this is your car. And I said, oh, it, it is my car. And we do have insurance. And I told him like the insurance company mm-hmm. and, and all that other stuff. And I explained what had happened. And he just looked like so taken back <laughs> because he was like, this is like the perfect storm of everything. Yeah. Right. And he's yep. just like, he goes and he checks it out and he's like, okay, you're good. He's like, just go home and, and register it online, please. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, sir. And he's like, you drive safe home. And I'm like, you too. <laughs> but I had no idea what to do because I'm like, I don't have any papers. I don't have anything. But but my story was so crazy. Yeah. That he, and and he so, but I gave baffled. him like, I gave him all the detail. Yeah. I was like, I was like reading a book to him basically. <laughs> and he pretty much went, oh, okay, you're good. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But, and that's, and that's the other weird thing about the registration stickers is, you can't even mail in for your registration anymore. Like we used to, we used to actually mail in like our payment and our letter that says, yes, I want to re-register this car. Mm-hmm. Now everything is online. Right. Everything is online. And it's cool. You can do it for two years now. Yeah. I, I'm, I just registered mine and it is now registered for two years. Sweet. So I will probably forget about it in two years. When <laughs> yeah. I have right. to re-register. So, um, yeah, but how much do you know about potholes? I mean, you know that they're on the road. Yeah, <laughs> I know how they fix them. What about how they're formed? Usually formed by water. Uh huh. Usually, um, I, I I know that they are a very big problem in the state. Yeah, and it needs to be addressed. But did you know a gigantic pothole 
is in Pennsylvania. And I'm not talking about like little tiny baby potholes that can destroy your car. <laughs> yeah, destroy your car. Well, I, okay, so maybe they're not too babyish, huh? Um, but there is something in along Route 6 uh, up in, is it Lackawanna County? It's actually in Archibald, yeah. Lackawanna County. Okay, yeah. It's called uh, Archibald Pothole State Park. So it's just this huge pothole in the ground that's like nothing you've ever seen. So um, I also recommend maybe, you know, checking it out. And if you're going up to that part of the state, you know, maybe go go by and check out the gigantic. I definitely want to be weird. (laughs) I've said gigantic a lot, but it is a really big pothole. (laughs) It looks like it is. That's for sure. (laughs) Okay, so um, you uh, circling back, you, you also mentioned about um hershey Mm -hmm. yeah which is where you live yep and um you said about the cars and everything but Mm -hmm. was that owned by hersh milton hershey himself did he have like a a private collection or uh i i don't think so i don't think any of the cars there were owned by mr hershey milton hershey Mm -hmm. um there there may be um they may have found some at this point that were sold off after his death that may now be there Mm -hmm. um I haven't been there in a few years now. Um, so they are always trading and adding, which is absolutely awesome to see because you can go one year and then the next year there's four or five different cars that are there that weren't there the year before. Um, the, Her- Hershey owned a lot and most of it was land, but that's where he built his factory. Okay. This is your time, man. Yeah. Go go tell me all about Hershey. Okay, so I mean, not many people know, but Hershey was taken out of school by his parents at fourth grade. And like never went back. Never went back to school. Oh wow. Hershey PA was built on a fourth grade education. His empire of Hershey's chocolate was built on a fourth grade education. So what do you attribute the success to? Just tenacity he, and a bit a fierce business sense or it, like what did his dad do? Was that was it like why would he be his, taken out? His dad was a tradesman. He okay. he worked with a lot of the farmers around the area that they lived and he he helped them produce and he considered himself a very successful tradesman. Mm-hmm. Um basically they wanted him to they felt at 10 years old in fourth grade that he should learn a trade, which obviously back then was a way different time than now mm-hmm. where the country was built on tradesmen. So they they sent him to to learn a, a trade of carpentry or something of that sort, you know, working with his hands. He absolutely hated it. So what he did was he left that when he was, I think I think he was like 16 when he left that. And he actually went to work for a confectioner in Lancaster. And that was where he fell in love with candies. Mm-hmm. And that is what gave him the idea of, I want to own my own candy. I have a love for, for caramel. Right, it wasn't chocolate. It at wasn't first, chocolate right? at first, it okay. was caramel. Um, he actually owned a couple caramel businesses and... The most successful one was in Lancaster. Okay. And it was thanks to the person that taught him as their apprentice that he became successful in the caramel business. Okay. But he didn't, it wasn't all like Hershey, every, he wasn't like a King Midas. Like no, not, no, no. Not everything touched, no. he touched turned to gold. Absolutely not. He, I mean, just like any other entrepreneur, they fail. It happens. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's part of life. You know, you, you can only learn from your mistakes. If you aren't making any mistakes, what are you learning? Mm-hmm. So basically was he didn't fall in love with chocolate until he took his caramels to a World Trades Fair in Ohio. And while he was there, he actually, it was Chicago, not Ohio. Okay. So it was the World Trades Fair. Okay. So there was people from everywhere there. Um, he, he had a booth that was next to a German chocolatier. Everyone knows that German chocolate's the best chocolate in the world. Right. 
apart from Hershey's. Right. Because Hershey's is the best chocolate in the world. <laughs> but however, is that, is that a fact? Or? It is a fact. It, I mean, I, well, everyone in this country knows Hershey's. Right. But there is something that sets it apart, right? From yes. from like a a German chocolate or or something like that. That like that's that's isn't that like dark chocolate and well, that's not that's not milk chocolate. Is they, it? Isn't milk chocolate more of like a like a Swedish thing or something? Or, yes. Okay. Um. The the thing is the way that. The way that he fell in love with chocolate was he fell in love with the way that the Germans made their chocolate, how they loved their chocolate. Mm. It wasn't just the fact that it was dark chocolate. It was how they treated it. So it was like how a way they of did life. everything. Yes. Okay. And he decided that he wanted to mimic that, but in an American way. Mm-hmm. So he used different cocoa beans from all over the world, had them shipped to his factory broke them down, made chocolate bars. And people loved them. Right. So now was this was this milk chocolate at first or not milk chocolate? It was kind of a mix between both. Okay. He he started by experimenting with milk chocolate. Yeah. Because that wasn't something that he knew. He only knew what he saw from the Germans, right. which was dark chocolate. Right. Usually sixty to seventy five percent cacao, which is the chocolate bean. Right. So that's where they get that dark chocolate flavor is from that. Kind of tastes a little bit like coffee. Yeah, it does. Mm, It's good. But that's my opinion. The milk chocolate, however, was his big hit that everyone seemed to love. And he he decided that that was what he wanted to stick with. He wanted to stick with that. Okay. And... Which is, I mean, being in, like, you know, the Lancaster... Yeah. Well, it wasn't Hershey at the time, but now it is. Yeah. Um, being in this like rural type area that, I mean, that was kind of the perfect situation for him, Absolutely. wasn't it? Absolutely. There, I mean, there were so many dairy farms around. Mm-hmm. Milk was just readily available for him. He didn't have to go very far for it. Uh, I mean, most of the importing that he did was just cocoa beans. So pretty much everything dairy-wise was all right here, local. Right. And he had like bigger things in mind aside from like he he wanted his workers to be able to live there mm-hmm. and to you know thrive and experience something yeah. sort sort of like it, it almost whenever i read about milton hershey it, it reminds me almost about like ford yeah you know how yeah. how ford was like okay i want to you know make my workers the best paid workers and mm-hmm. i want to treat them really really well yeah. and everything and and it just seems like you know he was a very um he was a pretty charitable guy. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so basically the city of Hershey mm-hmm. didn't exist. All that was there was farms mm-hmm. and his chocolate factory. He decided that the best thing to do would be almost to Google it would be to have everyone right there. Wait, he Googled it? No, no. Well, obviously <laughs> not because that wasn't around then. But what I'm saying is he, he kind of made it so that Everyone that worked for him lived in a community surrounding his chocolate factory. Right. And then as more and more people started to work for him and he expanded, he decided, okay, well, these these poor people that I've now housed need something to do. Mm -hmm. Well, what's the best thing that you can do other than build an amusement park? Probably nothing. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) So what they did was they built Hershey's Chocolate Park. Okay. And... Oddly enough, most of the park was a man-made lake that it, it was kind of like their own private beach. What, for like swimming hole? Like yeah, a swimming hole basically. Okay. So most of Hershey Park at one point was a beach. You know, families would just go and swim there. They, I mean, they had some rides. It was kind of like a carnival kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So people would go, they would ride rides, have fun with their families, so on and so forth. And it just kind of grew. Yeah, so it was for the workers at first, yeah. and then it was open to the public. And then it grew okay. and grew. And as people started to realize that Hershey was a great place to live, more and more people started moving in, started building houses, so on and so forth. Post office and yeah, all that. Yeah, everything started to show up like, like instantly almost after they started populating this area mm-hmm. just because it was a Hershey's idea. Okay. Now, you also touched on the whole he was very charitable. Mm-hmm. He was very upset about 
not being able to finish school. And he thinks, or he thought that that was part of the reason that maybe he didn't succeed in everything he did. At first. You mean. At first. Okay. So he, he wanted to give back to troubled youth and he actually ended up building a school called the Milton S. Hershey School for Boys. Of course, back then they weren't very female friendly. Yeah. But eventually they did allow females there. And now it, it's still for troubled youth. It's a great high school. It's a great school in general. They do all grades, uh, first through 12th. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's still giving back today. Okay. Is that what that, like, what, whenever I drive in, uh, like, what is that big campus that you go through the little that, loop? To- that is the oh, school. That's, that's oh. the school. Most of the kids that go there actually live on campus. They have uh, what they call house parents. Okay. So they'll assign, I believe, 25 kids to a house that has house parents. Those house parents are volunteers. Um, they are given an allotted amount of money by the school to provide for these kids. They help tutor the kids. Most of the people that do it are either ex-teachers or were, te- were teachers at one point that just decided that they wanted to do something different with how they taught. So they tutor these kids. They help these kids grow. You know, they just, everyone there just gives back to the community. They go out all the time to farms and help the animals, you know, learn different skills at the farm. They go out with veterinarians and and help administer medicines and stuff like that to the farm animals. They help harvest. They do, you know, pumpkin patches, all sorts of cool stuff. Awesome. Yeah. And and speaking of those farms, I don't think I told you this, but we were actually looking at uh, moving into a farmhouse. Oh, really? Yeah. uh, That that the Hershey Trust owns. Hmm. Yeah. They actually are leasing out their farmhouses. That's really that, cool. That they used to actually have like Hershey farms on. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know so, that. So there's like no, you know, maybe I could uh, upload this to the Facebook page, like uh, what it looked like or yeah. any, anything like that. Absolutely. But, um, or maybe they, they probably wouldn't want me to do that actually. No, but, you don't But I, I would say go check out the, the Hershey Trust um, page for like, you know, their different housing options and maybe you can get in one of those too. It was yeah. like- there's so many rooms, man. Like it really? was just huge and That'd everything awesome. like that. We ended up staying put, but <laughs> it, it, it could have been cool to be in a Hershey. It would have been really cool. Yeah, it could have been cool to be in a Hershey That'd house. Been awesome. Um, but okay, so so we talked about Milton Hershey and yep. we talked about the amusement park, which mm-hmm. has like twelve roller coasters now, and they yep. do all kinds of yep. events like Halloween events and all that different type of stuff. Um, well, you you just said that they have like twelve roller coasters. Yeah. Well. Did you know that they have the first looping roller coaster in the world? Is that true? The Super Duper Looper. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Last last episode we talked about the leap the dips in, yes. in Lakemont. So yes. so Pennsylvania Sorry, is really uh, well yeah but uh, <laughs> but Pennsylvania must be like a really you know cutting edge state for roller coasters. I, I guess, guess. <laughs> uh, you would have thought that it would have been Cedar Point in Ohio. Yeah. Considering they have the most roller coasters in one theme park, I think. They used to. I think I think that's true I too. Yeah. I don't think Six Flags beat them think, out yet. I think they had one of the tallest ones at the time. But we shouldn't be sending people to Ohio. No. You wanna stay in Pennsylvania. This is PA Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna stay in Pennsylvania and go to Hershey Park. Right. So so what else is there to do? I mean, everyone knows about Hershey Park and you know, um I guess real quick, since it's free, uh touch on the chocolate world experience Mm. and what what that is and then we can you know move on so so the chocolate world experience basically just kind of runs you through uh, i i I would say a day in the life of a chocolate bean um it, it shows you the start to finish so it shows you that they come in on a train or at least they used to i don't believe they do now um but they used to come in on a train and then they go through this whole washing process cracking baking so on and so forth and then they get smushed down into a paste then they get smoothed out and then they get turned into chocolate bars nice or hershey's kisses and i what it, it so so i actually took uh our family there recently because it was just i'm like what it's free what it's a ride yeah yep. <laughs> so you actually yep. uh you actually get in and you sit in this little call it a car 
It's yeah, kind of it's, sort, it's sort of a car. And you just go through and they show you all about how all the different things are made and uh, what the factory process yeah. is like and all that stuff. So so when what you get there... What was your favorite part, though? Obviously, getting the chocolate at the end. I mean, that's everyone's favorite part. Oh. But <laughs> my favorite part is when you're going on the ride yeah. and you just get railed in the face by the smell of good, warm chocolate. Okay. I mean, there's I, a part where there's rollers, yeah, and that just smells like chocolate. And That's it's true. So good. That's true. It's just an all-around good experience. Because, Absolutely. Like I, I was blown away by how, just how awesome it was that they offer this. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I mean, I know you went there for the free ride and the free candy at the end, but they also offer a build-your-own candy bar there, mm. which is really cool because you literally just build your own candy bar. Right. I mean, it's a Hershey's chocolate bar, and then you put your favorite stuff in it. Okay. And there's a full store there. Full store. And there's also like some 4D experience that you do have to pay for. Which is really cool. But you I'm sure probably it's cool. check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, to go along with the 4D experience, they also have another one that's actually in downtown Hershey, mm-hmm. right kind of where all the restaurants and the Hershey Theater is. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a thing called the Hershey Story. Basically, they touch on just about everything that we've talked about today. And more. And that. <laughs> but they go way more in depth than I ever could. Sure. Because it, it was made by Hershey historians. I don't, I'm don't. i not a Hershey historian. No, if but I, you, you do a pretty... If I was, I should be getting paid more. <laughs> Dude, you do a pretty darn good job, though. I try uh, my best. I will, I will say that. So, um, you touched about that smell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which you Sorry. obviously love it, it's my favorite i can't um, help it but is it true and I've, I've read this and i just i don't know if it's true is it true uh that the air in certain parts of hershey actually smells like chocolate itself? absolutely so that smell since, that you loved it's yes. just permeating since since they shut down the the original factory yeah i don't know if you knew that they shut down the original factory there's only one factory that runs now mm. in the u.s the other factory is in Mexico. Okay. Which they're actually trying to bring back that factory into Hershey. That'd be nice. Um, I, I agree. Why take away our jobs for a company that is an American company? But at the same time, it's easier for them to make the chocolate down there because they're so much closer to the cocoa beans. Right, right. However, the, the new Hershey plant on the West End, if you're over there at just the right time of night, you can still smell the chocolate in the air. Now, when I first moved out here, we lived literally right across the street from the Reese's factory. Mm -hmm. There's nothing better than walking out in the morning and smelling Reese's peanut butter cups. (laughs) Yeah. That is the best way to start your day. Leave your window open at night. (laughs) All the time. Doesn't matter how hot it is or cold it is. Just, just, (sighs) yeah. (laughs) best ah delicious in my nose (laughs) um yes (laughs) so so yeah aside from the park and everything involved with Mm -hmm. the park what else is there to do so i know i mean i know jason last last episode talked about food as his number one priority Mm. i'm the same way okay food is always my number one priority but in hershey there are so many good places to eat the the biggest two in hershey are in downtown. They are called Hulahans and Devon Seafood. They're very fairly priced. Food's absolutely amazing. The drinks at Hulahans are absolutely amazing. Another one is uh, Trogues Brewery, which is actually a Hershey company, founded in Hershey, built in Hershey, started in Hershey. They have some great beers. They're also a restaurant, and their food there is made that day. They change their menu every day. It's absolutely amazing. So do they have a chocolate beer? They do, but it's special occasion. Oh, okay. So if you want something chocolate with alcohol, Mm. the best place would probably be the Hershey uh, Vineyard and Brewery. They make a really good chocolate wine. They also have a chocolate beer, but eh, chocolate wine's way better. Okay. And um, what about other attractions aside from the eating part? Well, you have the Giant Center, 
which is the home of the Hershey Bears, Go Bears, and they are affiliated with the Washington Capitals, which I know you're not a very big fan of. All right, continue. Sorry. Anyways, uh, they, uh, they're actually one of the better teams in the AHL, but... Speaking of the Giants, that's well. That's where I would go to watch the baby pens win. Yes. Well, lose, but but. go Hmm. Bears. (laughs) No, Uh, I'm sure I would cheer for them. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're in the area now, so oh, totally. You know, it's only fair to to give them benefit of the doubt when you're watching your team get smacked by the Bears. (laughs) Them's fighting words, my friend. But it is it is interesting that we live in such an area where. You know, you have like the Lehigh mm-hmm. Phantoms and all the yeah. other ones. So like, it's a hotbed of minor league hockey. Oh yeah. If you're into it, like well, you don't have to go far to see a bunch of different teams. And, and you guys had touched on the Altoona Curve last week. Mm-hmm. Well, in this area, it's also a huge baseball area because we have three teams within an hour of where we are right now. The Harrisburg Senators, which play the Altoona Curve, mm-hmm. Lancaster Barnstormers, which is right down the road. And the Reading Phillies, which is affiliated with the Phillies. Okay. So, I mean, there's sports all over the place here. It's absolutely ridiculous. So but, but the Bears are the only one in Hershey? The Bears are the only one in Hershey. Okay. And and um, the like football happens a lot in Hershey, right? Yep. They do a big 33 uh, every year. Uh, it, it's a state invite-only competition between West and East, I believe. And it's it's always a really interesting football game because it's the best of the best in the state that are out there playing against each other. I mean, they're going to see each other in college within the next two years of them playing that game. And possibly and, the NFL. And possibly that. the NFL after. So, I mean, that that's a huge thing. And to, to touch on, on that, like high school sports, uh, the Hershey Stadium, the enclosed Hershey Stadium, where the Bears used to play, Actually, um, they house the state wrestling championships pretty much every other year, every year, something around that area. Mm -hmm. And they also do the state basketball championships for high schools. And I I believe every now and then the um, some of the colleges in the area will also play there uh, as as like a neutral zone Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, It's very rare because most of the time they'll go up to the Bryce Jordan Center or something like that in Penn State. So if you want to see some of the best youth and amateur sports, period, that's the place to be. Absolutely. This is definitely the place to be, you know, just sports wise in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's other sports out there that are great, but this area has some of the best incoming sports, you know, just athletes in general that come in here and go on to do bigger and better. Yeah. Just do great things. Yep. All right. What else you got? Um, there's Zoo America. Zoo right? America? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's actually part of the Hershey family. Um, if you buy admission to Hershey Park, you get into Zoo America for free. Okay. Which is a, a very good deal. I'm, I mean, I believe tickets are about $20 a person to go in just to the zoo. Okay. Which isn't bad. Uh, all the money that they raise actually goes into helping the animals and making sure that their enclosures are nice and well-kept and that they're all healthy, so on and so forth. Um, a few years ago, I know that they had rescued a bald eagle from one of the state parks in the area that was uh, accidentally shot oh. during uh, open season or uh, whatever season it is where you can go like dove hunting and pig- pigeon hunting that kind of stuff, okay. whale hunting. Uh, they, someone accidentally shot a bald eagle. What, thinking it was something thinking, else? Thinking it was something else. They couldn't, I mean, it was on the ground, which if a bald eagle's on the ground, you're going to know because it's a huge bird. But, uh, but shot that's, it, that's besides shot the it, point. Yeah. <laughs> he, sh- he shot it in the wing, and they actually took it in and rehabilitated it and actually released it back into the wild, I believe, this spring, I think they did it, which is pretty cool. I mean... It, it was there for almost a year, hmm. and it's already healed back out in the wild. Dude, I, I love how you used the word enclosures as opposed to cages. Well, I'm, did you, they're, did you, they're not really cages, though. Yeah, that's true. But did you happen to learn that from We Bought a Zoo? Actually, 
I did <laughs> because I used to call call them cages because that's kind of how I felt about zoos until I saw that movie. And what's significant about We Bought a Zoo? This guy over here worked on it. I worked on it out in L.A. And he did a good job. Uh, I did okay. No, you did Come on now. <laughs> I, my name made the credits, so... That's I, all that matters. I got to the end of the show, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, so we, we've hit a lot. Yeah. Is there anything additional with Hershey that you wanted to hit on before we, before um, we uh, move on? Because I do have one cool topic to talk about. No, I think we can move on to the cool topic. Okay. Um... Well, it's not really a topic as far as... We do have a, another cool topic, but this is a cool fact mm. about Milton Hershey and his wife. Give it to me. No, I was trying to set you up. Oh, you want me to give it to you? Because you're supposed to tell me... I got you. ...about... So, most most people know the story of the Titanic, right? Yeah. Yes. Most people. Yes. I can't say everyone, most people. Uh, Milton Hershey and his wife actually were supposed to be on the Titanic for its maiden crossing from England. They actually don't know why they weren't on. They want to say it was either because his wife Kitty was sick or he had business to attend to in the in the States mm -hmm. and they left prior to the crossing okay. on a different ship. And had they been on that ship there wouldn't she, be she, any hershey's whatsoever yeah she would have made it off but he wouldn't have almost assuredly as long as she never let go <laughs> sorry rose okay so there's another fact that i forgot uh that that you told me about so it's about the hershey kiss itself oh yeah okay so the uh the hershey kiss no one actually knows how it got that name Literally no one knows. Except one person. Except one person. Milton Hershey is the only person to ever know why that candy got its name. Most people speculate that it's because of the sound that the the machine makes mm -hmm. when it drops the Hershey Kiss onto the, the cooling plate. Okay. Uh, it, it makes like a sound. So they call it the Kiss Machine because that's what it sounds like. Oh, I would have assumed it's because it was hot. And they put on a cooling plate so it goes... You would think, but it doesn't actually make that sound. It's the dropper. Hmm. Okay. The dropper itself makes a weird sound for whatever reason. But And that's how it got its name, according to nowadays Hershey Corporate. Okay. But nobody actually knows because... Because Milton Hershey kept that a secret to himself and he died. Took it to his grave, huh? He did. Hmm. Well, and here's another quick fact about the Hershey Kiss... If you look at a bag of the Hershey Kiss, has all the Hershey Kisses in it, it's actually the Hershey Kiss on the bag. If oh. you look between the K and the I, there's a Hershey Kiss right there. Really? They spaced it just perfectly and made it just perfectly to allow there to be a Hershey Kiss on the bag so that it had its own branding on its own bag. That's smart marketing. It is. <laughs> it really is. That's awesome. <laughs> and the worst part is, now that I said that, everyone is never going to be able to unsee, unsee it. it. Yep. <laughs> I ruined it for all of you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's like for me, uh, you know, with the film editing thing, like when I watch movies and I see, you know, mistakes. Yep. Like some dudes, like I, I was watching today a GIF. GIF? GIF. Yeah, GIF. GIF. Yep. GIF. GIF is peanut butter. GIF is a short video. Bro, that when it first it. came out, it was called GIF. G no, it was ne no, it was called GIF. No. Okay, and that's what it was called when it first came out with like Windows ninety five with little anime characters running around. People called it GIFs, and then it switched to GIFs when Punks Like You came up. No, no, <laughs> no. So I, how would you pronounce me? I, I think I think what I do now is I do what I do with caramel. Yes. I go caramel in caramel. Some, some instances and caramel when I want to make it sound nice. More fancy? Sort of. Yeah. So like so like Hershey Caramel or what did Hershey have? Lancaster Caramels? Yeah. Lancaster Lancaster Caramels. So you would call it Lancaster Caramels? I would because, I mean, it was Milton Hershey. He was kind of a fancy guy. That's true. He did sell that company for what? $1 million? 
a lot in today's money that would be a crap ton of money <laughs> that's like a lot, a of, lot money. of money could you imagine if you sold hershey a million back then and that was in what 18 early 18 or late 18 something early 19 something everybody get your calculators out we got to find out what that is yeah seriously <laughs> speaking of things that make a lot of money the music industry that's yes. that's my segue for this <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't really tie into chocolate. No, I mean uh, maybe it does because songs like, Breaking Benjamin plays at like Hershey Milk. Stadium all the time. Okay, yeah, there's there's songs like Milkshake and whatnot. So I guess well, yeah. that okay. Well, anyway, um, we asked all of you, and thank you for participating, everybody who was involved. I think there are. A lot of followers of the page and a lot of non-followers on the page somehow Probably, got yeah. a hold of it. But um, I I posed the question, and this is why I pose these questions, because there are things that, like I said on the last episode, I don't know or, or forgot or whatever. So um, I asked, who is your favorite Pennsylvania-born musician or band? And they come up with a lot of good answers that I didn't, know to begin with honestly yeah, there's definitely some that i had no idea um but anyway why don't you name as many as you can and we'll see if we can all right so let's see here there's august burns red which if you don't know is from the local area lancaster mm-hmm. uh breaking oh, ben we should say the best christmas album ever made ever yeah i mean okay. whether you like metal music or not because it's all it's all instrumental so if you're into like trans-siberian orchestra then you'll like august burn red but you want like 12 tracks of similar things to that yeah check out august burns red what's it called sledden hill i I think think. so yeah there's been a while there's uh like i am very partial to music that screams a lot and is very (laughs) aggressive (laughs) so i like august burns red but they only actually have screaming on uh, one of the ch- one or two of the tracks, and I th- yeah, I think, I think only two of them. And you can always just skip those. I'm pretty sure it's them. at the very end. But yeah, probably. But it's it's a, I mean, musically, it's just an awesome. Oh yeah, awesome. they did a great job on on the album. All right, what else you got? So August Burns Red, Breaking Benjamin, uh, Poison, mm-hmm. um, Hollow Notes. Oh, that's um, one. That's one that I didn't realize actually. Yeah, that was that was one I didn't realize either. Um, Should I start filling in some blanks? Christina Aguilera was one of them. Hailstorm. Yeah. Hailstorm. Okay. Okay. Right. A lot of talent in that band. Absolutely, they um, were awesome. <laughs> Somebody also had to mention this, and I was waiting for it, and it didn't come for a while. Um, T Swift. Oh God. How could I forget about Taylor Swift? I don't know. How could you forget about it? Because she moved to Nashville when she was like 14. But she's originally from Wyoming, Pennsylvania. Faker. Up near Reading. So she abandoned us. Yeah. All the good ones do. (laughs) That's not true. Pennsylvania is awesome. You're right. Uh, Live. Nine Inch Nails. Um, What else we got? Wiz Khalifa. Pittsburgh in the house. Yes. Um... Patrick Monahan of Train, the lead singer of Train. Mm, yeah. So you might have seen him recently on American Idol, which I watched all of. Don't judge me. I don't. Thank you. Um, we had a lot of Pennsylvanians on American Idol this year, actually. I'm actually not surprised by that. Yeah. There are... There's so much talent in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, and it's so unheard of for whatever reason and I, I, I don't understand i think three of them made their tour did they? they were just on i'm pretty sure the tour was actually in giant center is it really at some point rolling it around maybe it wasn't That'd maybe cool. it was but uh yeah there there's uh one from from pittsburgh and two from philly oh, area, okay. and one from philly area that moved to la yeah um so he's technically from philly also yeah so you know represent <laughs> good good stuff probably fresh prince <laughs> that's another one <laughs> uh yeah will smith yeah yeah uh, jazz, smith. jazzy yeah. jeff jazzy jeff yep the uh, boys yeah oh there are just so many joan jet uh sheesh 
It's, it's, the list just goes the roots. on and on. You can't uh, forget about the roots. They're on national TV. I may have said that. Uh, the Clarks. And one thing that that I found interesting, like when you look at a list like that, what would you say is the, if, if you had to come up, okay, so like, you know, if you wanted to do Los Angeles and you said what music represents it, um, you'd probably say something like pop, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and and New York City probably had a lot of hip hop, and mm-hmm. you know you could probably narrow it down to like one or two genres that yeah. that really encapsulate what something is. Mm-hmm. But when I was making uh, the pilot for the show, I didn't know what music to play behind it because I'm like, what represents Pennsylvania? Yeah, you know. So the soundtrack for the show has a lot of Americana and folkish. Like yep. new folk type that one, music, I mean, and and I it fits really well. That works. And um, so if anybody has any suggestions about what music encapsulate Pennsylvania as a whole, I might have to play see what's like the biggest regional thing and try yeah. to squeeze it in or something like that. But it's just so diverse well, and, with the music climate that it's like yeah. I was know. gonna say, and what you could do is depending on the area that you're in mm-hmm. for for that episode, you could always just use something from somewhere near that area right like if you do pittsburgh obviously you could do mac miller with khalifa you know just as background music not I don't much think, more I, than that. i'm pretty sure they wouldn't give me the rights you don't know i don't think i can afford that uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe you'd be surprised maybe someone will be able to send well, them the show and they'll be able to see it <laughs> and here's and here's the thing i believe isn't it isn't it a maximum of 30 seconds you can use of any song royalty free I don't know. Something to look up. We'll have to find that out. We will. Maybe you guys will hear some big artists on the show. I don't know. All right. So we began with a little bit of music from my daughter's <laughs> recorder. <laughs> her it Peppa, was a good start. Her Peppa Pig recorder. Amazing. Um, and we're ending on talk about music. Yeah. So is there anything else that you can think of that you want to touch on? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay. Well, this has once again been... PA Traveler Podcast, episode two. So we didn't stop at episode one. That's good. That's that's real good. And uh we'll see you in later. <laughs>